0: Hi, welcome to the Snake Channel podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie, and I'm also the psychic known as Snake Channeler. I specialize in ushering unimaginable upgrades into your life, and in this episode, I'm gonna talk about how I chose unimaginable upgrades, the unimaginable downgrade culture that I came from, my history with Satanism, all of my opinions about the business infrastructure of Satanism, as well as how to begin separating our understanding of Satanism from what is occult magic. We happen to see occult magic and ritual in our day-to-day lives and I think it's really important to begin understanding what that means. I think that to understand what's going on with humanity, we can look to the occult arts and when we need to understand what to do next, We can look within and we can look to the sky. And it's my hope that in sharing my journey into unimaginable upgrade consciousness with you and sharing why I've chosen to rise in unimaginable upgrade consciousness, that if you're stuck in a dilemma of um, Satanism or of any pre-existing codes that might have been influenced um, on us via cultural norms, via Hollywood standards, or just really political activism and confusion, I think that this is going to be a really helpful episode for you. So let's dive in. Something that I would like to begin with is that since 1934, we have been entertained by a very specific Hollywood Code. This Hollywood Code, I believe, is a formula of occult magic. And something to consider about magic is that in order order for a magic act to exist, there must be an audience. And I believe that the Hollywood Code is where we've grasped our expectations of mother of father of brother of employer we have now through generations of media of cinema of propaganda been taught that certain life structures certain characters certain archetypes certain cultural expectations are the norm and I have always been somebody who has needed to know that family, relatives, and my relationship with them can be something that goes against cultural expectation. And that's because I come from a house of extreme rage, extreme abuse, and a heavy, unimaginable downgrade consciousness. My dad was absent through most of my childhood, although he and my mom are still married. He also is likely autistic, as my brother is autistic. And my mom, to this day, is still a woman that when my friends meet her, they are afraid of her. She was a very abusive mom, and my household growing up was always really scary. So at a very young age, I already had the knowing that what I was seeing in cinema, what I was seeing in media, wasn't true for everybody. And I started to find more normal families to surround myself with, when I was like old enough to start having sleepovers and going and visiting other people's families, which really started to um, show me that so many other kinds of households could exist. And I bring this up because this unimaginable downgrade consciousness that I was raised with um, really greatly informed my need to find different answers in order to survive. Um, When you are a kid who is subject to violent abuse and, um, and heavily scrutinized against at home, you start looking for other options. And I think that I can just be in such gratitude of myself and the universe to have not have turned to really dangerous options when I was looking for something to keep me afloat um however as this podcast goes on you might actually discover that I did find myself in some dangerous situations in order to um get to the unimaginable upgrade lifestyle that I have now we'll see so from that very young age I was lucky enough to start working with my first witch doctor, my first Sangoma, when I was 11. That started to teach me that there was a magic to this world that we didn't talk about with our Hollywood standards, with our Hollywood script codes that there was something that wasn't depicted on any tv in any church in any book in any bible verse that i had ever heard and that was this mystical magic this psychic field of information that had me absolutely captivated and yet as a christian raised kid i i kept facing Christianity and wanting to dismantle it at such a young age, really wanting to be free of the restrictions of the church. And it was at about 14 years old that I found Satanism. And it was at a bookstore. I was looking in the religious section when lo and behold, there was the Satanic Bible. And that was really great to me. Um, The Satanic Bible by Anton LaVey was and still is to this day one of the most influential and life changing books that I have ever read. That was because I was a 14 year old looking for answers outside of my Christian upbringing. And everything about that book was literally just the opposite of the Bible, you know, and and so, like, comically so. Um, as somebody who just really does love, like, the carnival, um, the Satanic Bible hit the same spots for me. Anton LaVey was a very carnival-esque man, and a lot of his writing is in this, like, good old boys kind of, like, sl- slap you in the face irony and political sense of humor that is really just such a a boys club thing. Um, He let me into, through the Satanic Bible, let me into the realization that there are groups of people that had acted against the church in a very um, organized way. And I thought that that was just mind blowing. I also discovered terrible news about the church from a really young age. You know, like I was the teenager who was researching um, pedophiles in the Catholic Church. I was really against the manipulation of innocent congregations um, at the hands of what I saw as really corrupt spiritual leaders. And my interest in Satanism was never solely in, in, in Satanism, right? My, my interest in Satanism to me was of the equal caliber as my interest in Wu culture, my interest in the New Age culture, my interest in physics, my interest in um, really devout Christians, my interest in Voodoo. And so I just continued exploring what Satanism was. And soon enough, when I was about 21, I walked into a house of a guy who I don't think I'm going to mention his name. I think that I'm going to remain anonymous with this person because we have a complicated relationship. But I walked into his house when I was 21. It was covered in pentagrams. I had gone through a horrific event, maybe the most grotesque memory of visceral attack that um, I can remember in my life, Uh, and, and I walked into this man's house wanting answers on how to obtain power, wanting to know more about what leverages people into having a space of great influence. Now, I didn't know at the time that what I was looking for was a cult knowledge. Um, and I started to find it there. And so me and this man um, went on to having what could still be considered a pretty complicated relationship. I just looked recently. And I am blocked from his Twitter currently. Um, And, you know, we've gone through a long decade of blocking each other for becoming too much in each other's lives or whatever. So we're just going to breeze through this. But this person is somebody that I went on to work as the art manager of. And he is also a rogue publisher. He was the art manager of Edward Gacy, the clown serial killer, while he was in prison. And um, when I was managing him, I discovered a lot about the business of Satanism. Now, Satanism, just like Christianity, is a business. They're both businesses that use other people's time, intelligence, and energy to form congregations that lead hopeful masses into new thought forms. And the Temple of Satanism, the Satanic Temple, there we go, was a project that was mentored by the guy that I was art managing. The Satanic Temple's co-founder, Douglas Masnett, or Lucian Greaves, is a fucking genius who knows what he's doing. He is playing the masses, and I would like to talk about this a little bit, just in case you've fallen into the asshole, also known as the Satanic Hole, So, this Douglas, this um, alleged Lucian Graves, reached out to this friend, this comrade, this guy that I was also working as the art manager for, and had him mentor the startup of the Satanic Temple. And there is a lot to unpack about what is going on with this. Now, first of all, I would like to just say again that this Douglas guy is a fucking genius. He knows what he's doing. He knows how to manipulate the masses, and he knows how to make the old coding of Hollywood coding and of christian mass brainwash to his advantage now a lot of what's going on with satanism to me has always been that you cannot have satanism without christianity satanism is christian as it only exists in conjunction to christianity We could even say that Satanism is actually another denomination of Christianity. Now, what Satanism, spiritualism, Christianity, the Hollywood standard all have in common is occult magic. And studying what occult magic is means that we need to really up our game of comprehension of what consciousness expansion is, why you would influence yourself or others to go through a consciousness expansion, and what is actually possible when you have glowed up on a new superpower. Now I know what you might be thinking. Stephanie, what can i read that's going to tell me all about the occult and not about satanism and not about christianity and honestly joke is on us because occult science occult knowledge and wisdom is intertwined into how our human race has been raised throughout our known history It exists in between the lines of several different books, and yet there isn't a place that I could possibly suggest to you where you can go to learn everything about the occult magic because occult magic is a very individual power and understanding onto a specific person and their specific point of consciousness expansion what i as a psychic can say is that when i'm in a psychic snake reading and i'm opening up somebody's cosmic records and we're connecting somebody to their most direct path of unimaginable upgrades in that like akashic record realm that people start to tap into their own understanding of an occult magic within them, of a um, wordless, undefined energy. And in the occult, energy and fellowship is currency. And to understand how our society has been manipulated and um, used for a cult ritual takes us to understand that um, money isn't actually the currency and the value for so many different tiers of our race that follow ships and devotion are really the big currency for the big dogs in the game. So when we think about follow ships as currency... Then we can look at things like the Satanic Temple and what Yeol Douglas might be up to in his desire to have a big ruling control over a part of the polarized mass public. So if you are into Satanism as activism, I think that it's really important that somehow you find it in you to listen to me right now. Um, I have had my arms, my elbows, my knees, my neck deep in Satanism, and I have really reveled in you know, Bahamut, and as beloved as above, so below, and so many different parts of what Satanism has brought to me in occult knowledge has been absolutely life changing. However, the Satanic Temple again, can only exist in conjunction to Christianity and is therefore Christian. I would also like to say that Satanism as activism is a fucking joke. Satanism or the Satanic Temple is a scapegoat for fallaway Christians who are flailing around looking for another leader to satisfy this bit in them that has been informed by social constructs, by fallacies, by Hollywood standards, by cultural norms, and it's all bullshit. And this is so much of the part of me where the snake channel found me, right? Is this ability to see that human cultural expectation is bullshit. However, people are profiting off of it. People are profiting off of congregations and masses by going to church. And then those who fall away are prey to geniuses like this old Douglas guy of the satanic temple. Activism as satanic is a joke because the topics that the satanic temple is encouraging their, the masses to become activists in were all narratives that were formed by the Christian church that were formed as a cult ritual magic to gain currency in Follow ship and energy a very long time ago. Now, I wouldn't be the same version of me if I hadn't found Satanism. However, to me, Satanism was always a theory that I could look at with a sense of humor and go, ha ha, that Anton LaVey, funny guy, um, total asshole, and yet I get what he's hinting at. You know, it was a funny theory to me. But in maybe 2016, I found myself with different members and different chapter heads of the Satanic Temple, and they wanted me to be their art manager. And I actually met with the Satanic Temple a few times over talking about being their art manager, and something about it just didn't feel right. And something about who I am is that this like Sagittarius moon in me will just like go really hard at research. And the second that I get the key, the last bit of information that I need to understand whatever component of the topic I needed to, I'll just release and be free. And that's exactly what happened with me, with satanism with my ties to everyone in the like serial killer satanic crew a cult cult shit right um basically I found myself in this realm being an art manager of somebody who had worked with both the um founder of the Satanic Temple and with Anton LaVey, the author of the Satanic Bible, and I went all the way up to the head of it and I discovered information about Douglas as a person that I think um, many of his followers would be very shocked, um, very upset to find out. And this is what happens when we iconicize leaders who we imagine are here to help us. I... When it came down to it, when I was finding more out about this Douglas guy as a person and his interest in white supremacist Nazi ideals, I immediately pulled out from the church, um, from the satanic temple. I immediately uh, started going through my own interests and finding these leaders of terrible white supremacist ideals and I just started pulling them out. Am I going to tell you the exact story that I know about this old Douglas guy? No. But what I will say is that rearing my head into the heart of this situation was exactly everything that I needed to take a step into something that I had never experienced before, which was an unimaginable upgrade consciousness. The unimaginable upgrade consciousness is very much informed by my knowledge of the occult and my knowledge of Christianity, my knowledge of Satanism, my knowledge of Voodoo, and my fearless dedication to freeing innocent minds from controlling thought manipulation in congregation religious style tactics. It is a very interesting thing being snake channeler sometimes because people want me to start my own religion. People want me to create a space where I have these fellowships. They don't know that I know all of this but they also don't know why I choose not to. I'm not here to ever be a all-consuming leader. I'm not here to use followership as currency. I'm here to continue to free every single life and every single consciousness that I possibly can. With that being said, I haven't spoken to the guy that I'm keeping his name anonymous. I haven't spoken to him for years and years, although we have a pretty clear understanding of who the other is. I think that it's really important to know the trending attacks against different hmm, paranormal possibilities throughout the decades that have been used to continue distracting the masses from different truths like Um, UFO investigations in the 70s, 80s, 90s, always being pinned at satanic cults, giving satanic businesses a larger space to profit, while also keeping the possibility of alien activity on this planet a lesser spoken of topic. Um, And... I am really at the bottom of what I do, just so dedicated to free thinking, to free speech, to free movement, that as I see this city of Portland being absolutely decorated in pentagrams, I just cannot help but be absolutely passionate in telling you that satanic operatives as activism is a joke. And if you're feeling like you are running in circles in a group like that, please know that I'm here for you and I'm so open to talk about literally anything. Um, Something that's very interesting to me about the realization of the impact of the Hollywood standard and of how occult magic has manipulated the masses into understanding certain things as cultural norms and certain things as not, is that we have an ability as paradigms shift with this wild new world that we're living in, to continue dissolving those infrastructures bit by bit. That happens within, that happens outside of us, as above, so below. Um, And understanding how we've been manipulated is really important to beginning to set ourselves free. There are countless books, there are countless practitioners, there are countless resources to continue setting people's consciousnesses individually free so that we are each free to exist in our own dimensions, and our own timelines, and unimaginably upgrading. And in order to do this, we need to stay as informed as we can. While I would never recommend this book as being a very good book... What I will say is that this book called The Might Is Right is a unfortunate seed of a lot of um racial supremacy um, evil white men and business types of stuff that society is a bit stirring over, and the Might Is Right is a occult literature, I believe, written by Anton LaVey published by the guy that I was an art manager for um, years ago, and it is likely the inspiring text behind countless books whether it is the satanic bible whether it is theories in the satanic temple whether it is theories in um n LP, neuro linguistics programming, um, there are so many different components in the might is right that we can cross analyze into how we are being manipulated um, as people and as civilians. That being said, I think that it's absolutely imperative when embarking on a unimaginable upgrade consciousness to know that nothing in this universe is what it seems, that everything exists in paradox. What seems safe is not and what doesn't seem safe is. And when we're staying open to unimaginable upgrades, we also need to hold space for an understanding that everything that we understand might be blocking us from the next Level of understanding experience in a heightened consciousness way. Um, In order to expand the consciousness, in order to unimaginably upgrade, rather, we need to prepare our consciousness. We need to experience new. Things so that we can experience a new consciousness, expanded, etheric, ethereal, cosmic, occult magic. And it's very possible that these leading. Organizations have caught on to fellowship as currency much quicker than us. The fastest way to withdraw that is to withdraw the fellowships, re- withdraw the fellowships, and to show up for yourself. With the Snake Channel, I always encourage you to show up for yourself. And as far as my opinions on Satanism, I do not think that there is much limitlessness and free thought in the satanic temple. However, if you are gaining information and life lesson through that process, I support you. Um, I also... (laughs) think that as somebody who is reveled in um, all kinds of Satanism, that I am simply not a Satanic temple chick. I'm so much more a Church of Satan chick. And if you know anything about Satanism, then you get my drift. And if not, who the heck cares? Um, and choosing Unimaginable Upgrades was a choice that I made many years ago with my work when I realized that I had the ability to go into the darkest of the darks and it just didn't hit my body very well and I wanted to do something different and I've always been both very open to the darker content of this world. I I believe that um, censoring even the most grotesque of content can be absolutely detrimental to our collective growth. And I also realized that somehow unimaginable upgrading would become a taboo. And the taboo is in the belief that everything always gets better. And I am so happy to have stepped into that space. And um, sometimes it can be lonely here with the place that I have come from, right? I am somebody who still cannot really return to my blood relatives um, in a uh, safe, Way energetically, emotionally, psychologically, and I um, am okay with that. I am totally free to understand that cultural expectations of what my family and relatives ought to have been were just placed there, and that that is not the journey that my cosmic life has set out for me. And so um, I do not show up for the relative stuff. I show up for um, the limitless love that I experience in my life. And I'm so grateful for all of that. And with that being said, I hope that this Message, this podcast has been helpful for you. I love you so much. And I am so limitlessly here supporting your unique path to unimaginable upgrades. I hope that my transparency in who and how I've become this way is um, helpful and supportive for your unique design. And Just to leave you with a key to understanding maybe the beginnings of your own relationship with occult magic, I would start by suggesting that you study your own formula of excellence. That if you have become excellent at something in the past, that you look to what steps you took to rise to that excellence and know that that formula is unique to you and your course of unimaginable upgrading. And if you haven't experienced excellence in your life, if you haven't risen to that point, to start and figure it out because this takes effort. Upgrading takes effort living takes effort that is the difference between the people who are going to fall into occult rituals and give energy as a fellowship and currency and the people who are going to be upgrading for themselves and show up for yourself and excellence study your own excellence and know that whatever you're excellent at is wonderful for this world. With that being said, I love you so much. I am so grateful to share this work with you and to exist in this limitless, nonlinear space. I am always here booking your unimaginably upgrading psychic snake readings. And I love you guys. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.